Gotta clear your throat because we official on it, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to No Cool Down Podcast, episode 41. Damn, we getting up there in age. ARP benefits almost kicking in, man. We're, we're feeling good, though. We're feeling good, though. It's another week, a whole bunch of news stories. I am that man, Trip. Hope you all have been doing well across this week. Of course, I am here with my podcast host with the most, a partner in crime, When Easy. How's you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty well, man. Uh, it's Friday, and that's that's all I really got to say about this week. It is Friday today. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Hey, listen, we, we, we'd have made it through. We'd have made it through, bro. I was almost, uh, you know what I'm saying, an Olympic swimmer, or at least, by, well, not by choice, uh, by, by a damn necessity because hurricane swept through Florida. But, you know, uh, it was good. We survived. We made it through. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shouts to everybody, you know what I'm saying, going through it. There was damages, man. Like, love, love energy to y'all. Um, this shit was really weird, but, you know, it, it it it's just like it, I don't know I don't know as a floor as a now resident of Florida I can say this like 16 years later as a resident of Florida it's weird because it'd be like 30 minutes you're overall scared of a hurricane like 30 minutes and that's like the 30 minutes you go into a Costco or something like that to go get supplies and you don't have any water when you in the house you're just like all right cool here's what it is but Whatever. We'll save the water levels for later, bro. It's not Mario. But anyways, make sure you guys write, uh, rate this podcast five stars on uh, all podcast platforms, specifically Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Of course, we're on uh, Stitcher Radio. We're on Google Podcasts. We are on Anchor as well. So be sure to check us out there. Got a, got a few stories from this week. Got, a, got some interesting ones. But, uh, you know, uh, not much to say else but to get into it, man. So you ready, dog? I am born ready. All right, let's get into it, man. We got three stories to warm up, so let's get that out the way first. So we got the announcement that Sackboy, a big adventure, is on the way to PC with a whole lot of upgraded graphics, launching October 27th. So it's another PlayStation, you know, uh, stalwart PlayStation mainstay coming onto the PC. How you feel about this one? October? That's. I mean, like, I never really see this P- the PlayStation releases mm-hmm. on PC as, like, enormous releases but like interesting um i honestly forgot about this game and i own a ps5 and it's not even to be mean it's just like <laughs> damn right it's it, it's not a little big plan so it's really hard for me to get excited about it you know yeah nah, i i hear it bro I, i'm i'm just more speaking to the fact like damn wow they actually like i mean it's sack boy but still like they're dropping something for pc so it's like damn yeah. you guys are like trying to create a consistent flow here all right listen do y'all thing man i'm i'm very interested to see what the pc slate for um playstation is gonna look like next year honestly yeah with because uh, they dropped miles morales they dropped regular spider-man they dropped days gone they dropped god of war all this year all that's been this year so i'm and very curious to see uncharted. how uncharted as well uncharted as well they've dropped a whole ton of stuff bro so i'm wondering how they're gonna support you know the platform next year because they're running you know they, they they're i mean they're kind of running out of first party titles their main heavy hitters but you know they could pull something out the bag. We don't know. But how are they going to keep that momentum going into the, into next year? I'm that's what I'm curious to see. You know, if it's a bunch of sack boys, I don't know how it's going to fare. But you know what I'm saying? Love the sack boy though. Love the sack boy. Yeah, I could see them being like Destruction All Stars coming to to, to PC. Uh, which honestly, that game. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. That's all. That's a cool game. Yeah, like it's cool. I think it, it, if it's crossplay, it'll, it'll definitely. I tried to play that game when mm. I got my PS5, could not find a match. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll help. I don't know. But yeah, I could see them adding a few. There's, there's, they still have games, but like the rate at which they drop games, they're going to catch up before they, mm. before, before long. And then they're going to be doing like essentially, it'll, it'll end up either they're going to have to start doing simultaneous releases 
or who knows maybe they'll start porting some ps3 games onto mm. the pc i don't know like some infamous one and two wouldn't be a bad game to put on my uh, pc that would be kind of nice that, that would, would be, be a, great. A, very, a very nice suggestion that uh playstation could definitely uh capitalize on <laughs> very non-subtle hint damn man but anyways we'll keep moving on in the warm-up um well uh we got another delay, guys. Wah, 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 wah. Um, Skull and Bones, guys, it's, it's getting delayed again. Ubisoft has decided it was best to push the game back to further polish it. Uh, Ubisoft also announced that there's going to be an open beta coming soon with a new date of March 9, 2023. Thoughts on Skull and Bones getting, uh, you know, pushed back? Um, man, I... <laughs> Uh, this the thing that sucks about skull and bones what really truthfully sucks is that i just feel like it came out at the wrong era this on uh, ps4 i'm dead i'm dead crazy I'm like dead. i was born in the wrong era you say it should have like, been out in the 60s like, like it's just it's just not the right generation because we have things like we have things like um no man's sky these aren't you, they're not really comparable but there's so many like sea of thieves like there's it's so still many games a better out. yeah i, I like, see what you're saying there's there's just other options i think that this is gonna be a, like a solid game but well it's a ubisoft game so solid is very is is generous it's i just don't know man I, that's all i'm gonna say they got a, they got a but, beta coming hey i hope that beta I, i'm gonna play <laughs> i'll play the beta i promise you i'll play the beta I just don't know, bro. Wait, all right. I'm gonna say this first and foremost. I know people in the Ubisoft offices. They were just they saw they they changed the date and they was like, "Shit, man, we need to get out of Dodge, boy. We almost got fucked up by God of War. Let's get let's get yeah. out of here, boy." They had to shift that immediately. Now it's not gonna be solely down to it. I'm pretty sure, of course, they're focused on their own development process. But let's be real. If they dropped it right there in the same pathway as a God of War. You getting you getting blown to Smith Rings, big dog. It's not it's a wrap for you, bro. And I don't even know. I don't. I'm about to say what games are coming out in March. I'm about to say because it still could be pretty bad for them. Still, I ain't gonna lie. But uh, um, what's it called? I will I'll say this. Yeah, I, I'm about to say while I was getting research, I will say this. This game was supposed to come out in like 2014, 2015. So I completely agree with you. It is a game that belongs in another era, so to speak. But the delays and all stuff like that have pushed it back so many years. It kind of makes it outdated. I feel like it's gonna come out where like oh it's a cool it's a cool core you know ship battling experience and stuff like that, but when it comes down to it, there's other games that have so much more you know in their arsenal. Again, a Sea of Thieves, I automatically look at okay, look, it's simplified ship battles, but it has so much more. You can actually you know in person raid other ships or go explore other areas and do other things. No Man's Sky is literally the entire thing you know what I'm saying just a space rendition of that type of stuff. And again, you can actually control your person and move out excavate areas do do all this different stuff role play you know what i'm saying even further so skull and bones i already knew you know for depending on the development state that it was going to be you know in trouble because it got pushed back so far along you know in, in the development process the ball got kicked out so much further than when it was originally supposed to release and we're just like damn bro you know i mean when you come out y'all come out it's cool but i don't i don't think in in any case you guys are gonna you know have any breakout success and i want this game to be as good as possible because i want all games to be as good as possible but you know i don't think skull and bones is it so the march movement might have been a good call for them mm. as of as of the recording of this podcast because mm. we still have game awards there's a lot coming out still we we're not we're nowhere near march the only thing coming out in march is resident evil 4 remake oh 
and that's the, that's the end of the month yeah that's not that's not gonna be so i don't mm -hmm. think it's that big of an issue the only other thing is destiny lightfall february 28th so at the very end of february got but about a week i don't know yeah i don't know if that overlaps necessarily you know mm -hmm. so we will see um that's interesting. i think that yeah it's not a bad spot to be in if nobody else releases anything yeah <laughs> they was they was looking at them calendars tight they said no nah, can i go here no nah, no nah, nah, i can't go there no 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 just just like, march 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 <laughs> like playing sudoku is what they were doing they're just like, where can we put this <laughs> they was plugging in numbers in <laughs> so this don't solve shit nah exactly nah, so that's crazy bro uh that's great, man. Uh, honestly, Skull and Bones, I hope people enjoy it when it comes out. I will not be buying that game whatsoever. But, you know, hopefully it has a great, solid release. It's got to um, blow me away. I was, is it? It's, no, I'm saying it has to for me. Oh, to it has it to? Has, oh, it, like oh, it has to. I beta, and it has to blow oh. me away. But Oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good Motherfucking luck, bro. All right, on to the last story of the warm up here. Uh, so Netflix is, uh, you know, kind of fully pushing the button and creating an internal game studio in Finland with plans to develop a world class original games to all of its users. Now it's still early doors, but Netflix is getting deeper into the gaming side of things. How do you feel about Netflix's foray into the gaming space? I like some of the Netflix shows. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know about video games? <laughs> I I'm not looking forward to it whatsoever because it's oh, just man. like I don't know what they're trying to do with it. Are they just trying to make video games? Um because if they are, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You need to you need to worry about Netflix. <laughs> we need to we need to it worry is. about the, the big fish to fry here. Um, I, I'm tired of like hearing P these big companies getting into video games because they never have the best interests of the consumer at, at, at heart. They want to make money. Like, I don't want them in the gaming space whatsoever. I don't want more big companies in the gaming space. If they like, hey, we mm -hmm. want to start opening up a grant to, to help indie developers get stuff. Sure. Cool. Whatever. But like, I just I could just see them being like, now you can play games on Netflix. So we're going to bring the price up to thirty dollars mm. a month. And it's like, oh, what do I get to play? It's like Jetpack. Uh, the, the one Jetpack Joyride. No, yeah, the Jetpack no. Joyride 3. <laughs> and you get to play the stranger, the stranger things, kids as the Jetpack oh. dude or whatever. Son, that's actually possible. Honestly, that's very <laughs> possible. Unfortunately, very possible. But that you hit the nail on the head. That's what I'm thinking. So with them making a game studio i'm honestly i'm not mad at people making game studios it's the effect that they have afterwards and what the intention sh i guess shows and what they make if you're solely making a game studio to create maybe some like six out of ten games or some you know regular basic double a game some terminator genesis ass game that just you know goes alongside whatever movie and it doesn't have any love into it and you do all that just to increase a price point of a Netflix subscription, y'all ass. There's no other way to put it. Y'all are trash. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cast judgment on on them just because they're starting to do it and stuff like that. But I will say, tread lightly, because y'all are already on thin ice with the other servers that you do. What y'all been doing for the past decade plus, and putting shows and TVs. You know what I'm saying? Putting TVs and series and movies and stuff on a service. Y'all been treading on some thin ice lately with that stuff in general. So what's going on? I I just think that they need to lock in. Personally, 
lock in and you know you can take your time with this they said it's early doors of the game studios and i'm like keep it that way be very slow with that take keep your pace and just focus on you know the the point of what everybody's lifting the pitchforks up at you in the first place right now the service the netflix service so well we'll see how the game stuff plays out but you know i'm i'm not checking out for it until y'all give me something crazy and i i don't know if y'all can do that right now of course starting from ground zero so we'll see yeah yeah, man. All right. On to the main stories here. <sighs> hey, everybody, everybody in the chat, everybody's listening to this podcast right now. Please remove your caps. Uh, please stand up. Uh, please, uh, you know what I'm saying? Give a salute. It's official. The Stadia console has now been put in the spliff. Uh, press F to pay respects. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. All right, Mo went over. Confirmed by Google this week, uh, the cloud streaming platform is now being phased out and decommissioned. The tech companies also issuing, are also issuing full refunds for the game and add-on purchases that were made on the platform through next year to fully reimburse gamers who will be getting shut out. So shout out to all 12 of y'all who bought games and add-ons on the platform. Uh, with the final death date being set for January, uh, January 18th, 2023, many have recounted some of the tactics Stadia used were employing to get some traction, including an earlier Jason Schreier report that Google spent tens of millions per game to get them on the service at all. So things like Red Dead 2, Assassin's Creed, etc. All those series, they were paying money out the wazoo just to get on stadia so uh how do you feel about all this man it's a, it's a sad day sad day it's just like when they announced it we knew like we knew bro we all knew we it's so like it doesn't it just doesn't work right now and it's just that we don't want to read like i, I don't know if it's just a, a money laundering scheme that we keep making <laughs> the same mistakes like we're just throwing this money in there to, to, to waste it um it just doesn't work like it genuinely doesn't work unless you can download these games onto something it is not going to work and that is what's really frustrating about the whole thing is that we keep trying to like push this this thing that inherently is just flawed like you can't build a house on faulty foundation at the end of the day when you're talking about video games being played over the internet if the internet isn't good enough to handle just regular multiplayer it's not going to be good enough to handle the entirety of the game to be streamed and that's really what the issue is that the people just just dumb like that yeah. it, no it's just dumb it's just they're making dumb decisions and we it's happened time and time again playstation now google stadia i feel like i'm missing one right now um but there's still on live some, something was on, like was on live one it might have been and, but that's the thing is that we're, we're, we keep trying to do this cloud gaming thing when I just don't yeah. think that that's really going to work, bro. It like, was, it was online. On live is so old. Oh, my gosh. I, that was a core memory unlock right there, bro. So I, I think somebody put it on Twitter timeline the other day. I was like, on live, bro. What the hell? You string it and it was ass. But continue. You have like you have better chances of literally renting out systems at this point. Like I, it would be a better marketing idea to just be like, yo, we're going to buy a bunch of PlayStations and we're just going to rent ship them out to people and have them rent the PlayStation to play God of War at this at this point cuz you'd actually have people hold like holding on to the subscription a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. It's yeah. it's honestly just a waste. Um and Sorry to all the people who bought Stadia. I'm sure all seven of you guys are very heartbroken right now, but you will you will move on. And maybe maybe the seven of you guys could put your money together that you spent every month and just buy a system. We're gonna lower the number every time, bro. I'm gonna come back around. You'll see. You'll see. But 
again, you hit the nail on the head, right? Listen, this is this is what I'm saying. And this is not the only time I'm going to mention it on this podcast, but cloud streaming of games is not going to work right now. It has not been able to be on that path to viability and it will not be on a in a state, a state of viability for at least another 10 years in my opinion. Just because we have an infrastructure at least in North America a very very inconsistent shoddy faulty haywire whatever you want to call it internet the infrastructure for internet is just too inconsistent across the entire area of north america to bank on entire cloud streaming platforms it's not possible it's not feasible right now i'm not saying it's impossible forever but for right now and in this foreseeable span of time it's not good you think about how many people have like no internet connection I could walk to the other side of the house and my internet connection might like drop or something like that because Wi-Fi extenders, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. There's so many different factors that go into it that it's just not a safe bet to bank on. And it's not the fault of developers. It's the fault of just the infrastructure that they're getting into. You know what I'm saying? It's the system and the, and the, the market they're getting into. They have to play within these constraints and you're, you're fighting a losing battle automatically. You're fighting a losing battle automatically. Like I'm, one day I'm gonna talk about this more in depth, but it's not the only time we've seen this. Again, on live died. Did, I'm about to say that died. I don't even know if Ouya was a, a streaming console, but it died nonetheless. But I just want to say mention Ouya because whatever we love to slander. But it's just it, companies blindly going to this, and I understand from a business side of things why they want to do this. They want to try and force their hand into an early mover situation so that they have brand recognition over that space. Like, oh, if you're the first person to really navigate through a cloud cloud streaming and stuff like that more people are going to flock to your brand because you were the first person to do it mainly you know what i'm saying either you're a first mover or you're somebody who was like, close enough to the beginning and have a big enough name to kind of leapfrog over other people from a business standpoint i understand why people threw money i understand why google threw money at this i understand because in the next decade 15 20 years this can be a viable solution if certain things are addressed in infrastructure if, if internet standardized if internet's made more easily accessible and consistent across areas in the u.s and beyond this can be a viable thing, and I think it will be, honestly, at some point. But the fact that they failed to see that the inconsistency with internet infrastructure was such a big problem is something that not uh, no amount of money, no amount of, again, in no amount of money, investment, development, whatever, on any sole cloud console could overcome. It's a big, it's the biggest obstacle for reason, and it will continue to be for the foreseeable future. And when not even Google can overcome that, it shows that it goes deeper than just a single company's failings, bro. It goes deeper than that. It's a graveyard. It's literally an elephant graveyard. Every system that's, almost every system and platform that's tried to do this has died or has been stunted, has been hurt. So this is, this is nothing new. For people that are shocked at this, what the hell y'all been looking at, bro? Because this, this was written on the stars as soon as they dropped. As soon as they dropped, it was written in the stars, bro. Like... Like rip, but y'all just y'all just shot yourself in the foot by even starting. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't want to say it's sad because like I don't it's not know. Sad. Who, Google Google got money for days, bro. They'll be alright. Yeah, no, I mean more so like I guess it's sad for the people who thought that this oh, could work. The, but hey, yeah. I just I I don't I don't think I've met somebody who has the internet strong enough to do this kind of thing, and is also like I don't want to buy a console. Like I don't know mm -hmm. who the, that person is. Also true. And when you have and when you get to a point where like Google Stadia's and stuff are in similar price ranges as like an Xbox Xbox Series S or something like that, and then the handheld versions and stuff like that, and other like consoles which we'll get into, are in the same price range of a Steam Deck and a uh, Nintendo Switch. Why the hell would I even invest in something so unproven 
when I can just go here and get dedicated stuff that's been like battle tested. Why would I go over there? Why would I go into the, you know what I'm saying, the Oregon Trail and some place that I've never been? I'm just going to go over there where everybody is at and told me, hey, listen, the water's fine over here. So I'm going to go that way. Yeah. It's not no damn Kanye situation. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be different. I'm just trying to play some games and enjoy myself, bro. Like, dang, there's not no proving ground. Ah. But speaking of which, uh, if if the death of Stadia is is gonna do one thing, it's uh it's spur more companies onto building their own cloud platforms themselves. So uh this time it's Verizon, Razer, and Qualcomm as they revealed the Razer Edge 5G, the world's first 5G gaming handheld being built on Snapdragon G3X Gen 1 platforms. And uh it's apparently coming soon. It's apparently gonna be you know, hooked up with all the fixings. How do you feel about this one? Like why? I think it has to be a money laundering scheme. It has to be because there's no way you guys are all doing this. It's not gonna work. Oh. And if it does work, it could have worked way better if we just. I like the stream deck. You wanna know what I like the stream deck because the stream deck, or the Steam deck, whatever you wanna call it, the big ass, the the fat, yeah, the uh, big ass the fat switch, yeah, yeah. I like that because it's it it knows what the fuck it wants to be. It wants to be a handheld system. The Switch works because it's a handheld system. They put the game on the cartridge. You put the cartridge in. It's not hard. You don't need internet. Like this, it's not it's not all that. The issue I have is like the people who are playing games on the go don't have internet everywhere they go, and the people who are playing games on the go don't want to like I don't I again I don't know who's paying X amount of money to have an entire cellular plan for their handheld gaming console. So that they can play it on the go. I don't know who it is. Like it's only rich little kids I could possibly see. Like a really, really rich 13-year-old like mm-hmm. kid who their parents are like, yeah, uh, instead of giving them the iPad, let's shut them up with the with the <laughs> the razor, whatever. But even then, yeah. if if you're in that position, you're as a parent, they're just probably gonna rather pay for an iPad. Like, I don't know who this is for. Like, is this for the grown-ass adults? We gotta go to work. We got jobs and shit. Like me personally, mm-hmm. if I'm on the go. If I gotta get on a plane, even if I had the money for the inbuilt the built-in Wi-Fi, I'm not using that to stream I'm a I'm video not, game to my, I'm not paying my for that handheld. That joint fourteen you know ninety-nine for an hour suck. Like that is expensive. I could just I could just play Monster Hunter on my Switch, bro. I could just bring a laptop and watch a movie. Like who are you who's the target audience? Who's the target audience? That's the biggest question. Who's the target audience? And if it's the target audience is a Dudes who are living with their girlfriend, but their girlfriend wants to watch TV and he wants to play video games. Um, like he could still fucking play Switch. Like I just don't understand. I don't understand. I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Man, no, you're not. You're not wrong here. Again, did y'all not hear the last story we just talked about? Did y'all, did y'all no. not just hear that? Did y'all not see Stadia die like right in front of y'all? I feel like every one of y'all are just like all these suitors who are coming to lift a sword and a stone and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's stuck. It's stuck in there. They all, you're all trying and throwing your arms out. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're breaking your clavicle, trying to pull this thing out of the stone, bro. Like it's not working for you because it's not the time. It's bigger macro factors that are affecting what you guys are trying to achieve and break into. Like it's just, not, it's just not happening. It's just not happening, bro. Honestly, I think that I think one way I understand the cloud game is gonna be big. It is big now, but like in terms of cloud gaming, it's gonna be like all the rage and stuff like that in probably like ten years. I understand why you're breaking in that, but I feel like why some people might be trying so hard is that because it might be more expensive to get a, a, a actual physical cartridges and build a physical catalog from that, or at least some type of dedicated storefront from that. It's much harder to get into the game 
that way instead of investing money into a new technology or, or, or cloud game and stuff like that and just you know leapfrog these different services like geforce now and all and epic game store like it, it, i feel like it's easier for them to make that leap rather than create dedicated architecture for a physical hard drive graphics card all that stuff like that you know solely you know solely operable on that system instead of needing cloud gaming it's much easier for them to go the cloud route than do that physical stuff and actually compete with a steam deck compete with a switch and stuff like that i I feel like that's that that's part of the reason why it is, but y'all gonna fail. I honestly, yeah. eight times out of ten, y'all not gonna make it through when the Steam Deck's already carved out of space, when Switch is already carved out of space, when PlayStation inv- PlayStation is investing in backbone for a mobile market. Now, even though that's not directly cloud gaming, it's still something that can be perceived as the same you know thing around there. Since you're since you're saying this range of edges of handheld, like there's so many areas where it gets chipped off. Where do you fit? Where do you guys fit? into that realm and it's not working it's not working and by the time y'all figure out how to even do it xbox sony and microsoft about to say xbox sony all the nintendo all them people they're gonna figure out how to do cloud gaming too and they're gonna figure yeah. out how to put it into their native like their native you know what i'm saying thing they're gonna put like a an, like an like a, a ps7 a ps7 cloud version or something like that and a ps7 physical like it's just gonna be the same exact shit i'm telling you like you guys are fighting a pretty much losing battle. I understand you're trying to find a way in because it's lucrative, but you're just running up against factors that are too high of a wall to climb right now. Yeah. It's it's just not, it's just not, it's not <laughs> something that can be done right now. It's not it's feasible. something that if you guys, if you guys really wanted to do something about this, you would, you would, I don't know, but all of you companies, like we have Google, uh, Amazon, uh now it's razor like all these big Mm. companies you guys can get together and do something about the internet infrastructure and then y'all could y'all could stream whatever the fuck y'all want i'll buy every single one of y'all shits i'll pay for every single one of y'all shits for Mm. a year i'll play them i'll play them shits all over the crib at the supermarket (laughs) whatever y'all want but there's just no infrastructure for it so we can't if we want if we wanted to use it we can't like it's just not possible (sighs) and lower my phone bill rising i play with me (laughs) Damn. Anyways, let's move on from them. Uh, we got a first look at a new game here, uh, Wild Hearts. I believe we talked about it a little while back, maybe, or we might have cut it off the notes. But we actually have some info on it today. So it's a co-op hunting game set in a fantasy world inspired by feudal Japan. It's going to be up to three-player co-op with different world zones that aren't fully open world, uh, with different craftables and flexible combat like dashes, grapples, and slides. It's going to be coming February 17th, 2023, of course, from EA Koei Tecmo. Uh, how do you feel about this, man? I know it's, it's, it might be airing into that little Monster Hunter lane. So, I, I, how you feeling about it? I'm gonna just play Monster Hunter. <laughs> like I, 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 I don't think that this will be bad. Koei Tecmo, this isn't the first type of Monster Hunter s game they've had. I've played mm-hmm. the other one. It's good. It's not bad at all. The first one was fun. Uh, the second one added the grapple hook. I think this might be like a spiritual successor to those games, and maybe it's getting mm-hmm. more support, which is amazing. Because mm-hmm. the first one. Like, I, I shit you not, when me and my boy, we loved Monster Hunter, but we both had 3DSs. We didn't want to play them on 3DSs. So mm. until World came out, we were, like, trying every other option. We played, like, the God Eater game, which was, like, yeah. Monster Hunter, but more anime. We tried um, the Koei Tecmo one. I cannot remember the name of it right now, but it's... They were all solid, but none of them were Monster Hunter. And that's really what it came down to. I think this game is pretty sick. I think if you're interested in this, but you don't want to play Monster Hunter, if you don't want to play Monster Hunter, but you want to play this type of game, 
I'm just gonna look at you weird because I feel like this <laughs> Monster Hunter is the one that made this kind of genre. So it's it's weird to be like it's like I want to play basketball games, but I don't want to play 2K. If you have your own gripes with Monster Hunter, then I guess sure. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, that's that's not a fair comparison because 2K actually yeah, sucks. But yeah, 2K. I mean, I 2 2K. I'll, I'll give I'll give some credit because people said 2K is better this year, but this is before the big patch, so we'll see what happens. But like, if there was no other alternative, it's like okay, I'd say maybe if you want to play FIFA, but then you choose to play eFootball before the big patch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everybody plays FIFA. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, and if you don't, you just like gave up on the genre completely. But if people make willing choices to, you know what I'm saying, play eFootball for years, which has been notoriously shit over this past like six months, and not play FIFA, that's kind of a wild choice, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it, I guess it, it, it would be more so if you're just a fan of like um if you're a fan of the monsters, because they look interesting. It yeah. looks like a very interesting also true. game. This- you be there for the aesthetics. Game- yeah, this game looks really good. So if you're somebody who is like interested in this, and maybe you've already played Monster Hunter and you beat all this stuff, because there are people who've done that, um, and mm. you're like, I want to get into another game like this, I would say get th- this game looks good. I haven't played it yet. If you y'all want to send us some copies, we'll definitely play it on stream. This shit looks Facts. Uh, insane. Um, I have high hopes, it, but it's EA, so we're gonna we're gonna what was be in, what careful. Was the, what was the name of that one game? It was it came out recently, bro. Like maybe in the last year or so. It was like a, a small like animal or something like that. And then he had like a sword and he can't do like hella fast movement and stuff like that. I, I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, it was Bio um, Bi- Yes, yes, that one. That one. It was Bio something. Oh my goodness. I can't I can't remember the name of it. It was it Shout was Bio. To the, chat. the game that I was talking about, the, the first Koei Tecmo uh Monster Hunter game was called uh Tokiden. That's oh, what it was. There's Tokiden and Tokiden 2. Oh, Tok- yeah. oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm with yeah, you, I'm with yeah, you, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Those Biomutant. Like- Biomutant. That was the yeah. other, and that's the name of the other one. Yes. It kind of reminded me of like a smoother Biomutant, but Biomutant was still, Biomutant was still pretty smooth from what I saw, honestly. Yeah. But kind of looked in that style of it, but honestly, you know me, I'm like, I don't, I haven't played any of, you know, that genre of games much anyways. So if I'd start, it's going to be Monster Hunter, bro. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack with you. It's going to be Monster Hunter. It's going to be Monster Hunter. And- and it's not even disrespecting any other game. It's not it's a just, slight. It's just they have, it's, it's just strong. it just has that much of a, it, it that it's that much of a foothold on that genre, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't say basketball without mentioning a Michael Jordan, LeBron James. So you don't yeah. mention that genre without saying the people who ran that genre. You know what I'm saying? So uh, unfair, but you know, hopefully it comes out good. But it looks aesthetically, it looks really, really nice, bro. It looks sharp. Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is a part where I maybe when I had to sit back a little bit. <laughs> I do want to get a thoughts though, honestly. Uh, so this past weekend, the COD Modern Warfare 2 beta went down, and a lot of people had their chance to, you know, get their hands on it, see what's up with the game, uh, get their looks in. I know uh, when 100% did not try the game because he does not care. But I was interested to see if you saw any of the discourse, any of the rhetoric on it, if you had any thoughts. I know I have mine, but I, I want to hit you first. So one thing I kept seeing... Um, <clears throat> So for some reason, yo man, my FYP is all over the fucking place. I promise you. Um, I I literally this morning I was learning Valorant uh, Valorant tips. I don't even I don't know how we got <laughs> to this point, but <laughs> they keep popping up and I keep watching them. So maybe maybe there's something there. But like when the beta happened, a lot of people were like, well, from my understanding, was a lot of people were on the fence. Uh, some people were saying that it's good, but not. Um, some people were saying that. It is a good Call of Duty, but it's not what people wanted because the movement is similar to Black Ops 2. That's what people were saying is that, like, this one was, like, similar. Like, Black Ops 2, um, and if Modern Warfare 2019 had a baby, this is what the game would feel like. 
um and i was like interested and i watched a bunch of gameplay because i literally like that's just all that was on my feed for a while and it looked interesting but a lot of people were like i don't know i'm just gonna probably get away for warzone 2 which is like interesting uh because now that warzone is so popular will are people willing to pay for a call of duty multiplayer mm -hmm. and that was like a question that everybody kept asking <sighs> honestly me personally 60 dollars for a multiplayer that's a little steep nowadays when you can just do everything in there everything you would want to do in a multiplayer yeah. you kind of do on warzone that's what's really tough about the situation that they're in right now yeah i agree i agree but i would say this speaking on just the, the content offering difference the fact that call of duty is known to at least pack modes up not not necessarily maps i think they are addressing the map shortages that they've had in previous years but in terms of modes and other gameplay like like verticals that you can get into basically they've always packed the, they've always stacked the deck they've had you know the, the regular core modes the hardcore modes the co-ops the spec ops the blah 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 so honestly if you buy 60 and you want to like you have nothing else like to really play you want to just get lost in call of duty you can get lost in call of duty that's a fact you can you can play that all day long. You can switch modes. You can go to spec ops. You can go to campaign. Blah blah blah. I think over time, Call of Duty has been one of the most consistent titles or series that actually justifies a full purchase of a sixty dollars in in ten, in the sense of an entire experience. Like they give you a lot of shit for sixty, bro. Because some people give you sixty and they don't give you nothing. So I, I I'll at least defend Call of Duty in that standpoint. Be like, yo, I feel like there's they're they're not. They're not all the way over the hill yet. They still have something to give in terms of a, a paid experience, so to speak. I, I'll say that. But in terms of the gameplay itself, what I saw, I actually liked it. Now, one of the things that I, one of the things that I, I, I think turned me off from Call of Duty is just sometimes the speed of play and sometimes the some of the mechanics that were overused by almost everybody to make. Just, oh, this life was a living hell sometimes. People was, you know, bunny hops are a thing, whatever, that's cool. I, I'll, I'll live with that. But the slide canceling, I did not like. I'm not no Warzone pro. I'm not no Call of Duty pro. I don't really, like, slide cancel like that. I tried it. Didn't really work out. But I feel like they, they did, they made the right choice, in my opinion, to slow down certain parts of movement. They gave you dolphin dives. They gave you certain you know, tactical sprints and whatnot. That's still there. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the vault hangs, stuff like that. The movement has been slowed down the speed has been slowed down a little bit and the time to kill has been increased and i feel like that creates a much more fruitful relationship between how people again interact with the game and whatnot because you can still run a gun you can still do your thing of course but the fact that you can still get caught by some people you know what i'm saying and, and again i feel like they're also trying to address certain things with the map and and, and all that but for me I really like those changes. I like that you could slow, like the 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 movement was slowed down, so to speak. Where I feel like if I made a good move or I made one good move in a sequence, you didn't do like three slide cancels, YY three hundred and sixty, and I still got murdered off a headshot. You know what I'm saying? If I made a decent move in the right time with the right angle, I can still beat you. And in gunfights, I can still beat you. You know what I'm saying? And if you get a good shot, you can win. So I like that it felt a lot better to me. The core of it, the gun, the gunplay felt so much better to me. And another thing I will say. The viability of the guns actually is a lot higher than I thought it was compared to previous games. My favorite gun from that beta was the LMG. It was the, I forgot the name of it. It was like the first LMG you get. Now, I'm here thinking that everybody's going to abuse the MP5. Everybody's going to use the M4. Everybody's going to use that stuff, in which, in which a lot of people did. A lot of people did abuse it. But I thought I was going to have to fall into the meta, basically, and try to try and keep up. And sometimes I, I use those guns. Of course, like, whatever, just try them out, test them. But honestly, the most fun I had was with that damn LMG. 
and it was actually viable. Again, in close range, I was getting messed up unless I hit fire. But again, mid range, if I'm aimed in, I'm I'm flagging you down, bro. You getting riddled, bro. It's a wrap for you. So I like the balance between that. Um, the marksman rifles weren't too too crazy. Again, like uh, I tried to use the marksman rifle. Like unless you got crazy aim, your shit ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Two shots is a kill. And if you're chesting up, that is a you know one shot kill. So the guns actually felt fairly balanced in my opinion, aside from maybe some people going crazy with MP5. But even then, they kind of fixed the MP5 as well. They add a lot more kick at distance, and they made it much harder to use at range. So they're listening to certain addresses from a previous the previous Modern Warfare standpoint. I find some weird thing. I don't know how I feel about the perk changes yet because they basically what they did is they put okay, you get to pick two for, two perks you start with for free, and the third perk. You basically unlock it or like you unlock it in the game or like it happens at some point early in the game you unlock it and then there's an ultimate perk that you unlock later in the game just by playing your timers or whatever i don't know exactly what it was they added last stand again which was i you don't use you don't use a gun you just use a syringe like you're self-reviving in, in warzone but it's still kind of annoying a little bit i don't know if it's like the biggest gripe but i'm just like why the fuck i had that back you could just left it but whatever uh, aside from that like I couldn't find too many complaints. I actually enjoyed it. And I was playing solo for most of the time. Like, I actually think that it was a better, it was better than before. They definitely, they definitely took some things that they saw from Modern Warfare 2019 and they tweaked it. This is, I think this is much closer to what they really, really wanted in terms of slowing it down, creating better time to kill, creating some more uh, viable guns and whatnot. Um, I feel like kill streaks were uh, like their normal. Uh, it is what it was, but does it justify a whole a whole full purchase for some people? I don't think it still will. I don't think it still will. I, I think people are really gonna just wait and see for the war zone to see if you know, that's that's what's best for them. My thing is, if enough people convince me to get it, I'll get it. Honestly, that's where I stand. If if enough people have a squad game, because I don't the the days of me buying Call of Duty just to play, you know, what I'm saying grind out shit is over. I'm only playing that as a casual gamer. I'm a social codder now. I'm a social casual cod player now. Like, if there's enough, if there's at least six people that say, hey, listen, bro, we want you to get play, get on the game, you know what I'm saying, cop it, let's run some games together. I'll get in there, no question. But the I, I think it'll be, a, it'll be a decent game, honestly. I think it'll be decent. What people are waiting on is the Warzone thing, which nobody's really said much about. But what I can speak to on the multiplayer, it was, it was probably the, be the better experience I've got, or the better taste of, of multiplayer that I've got over the past few Call of Duty since 2019, honestly. With the maps ground war was back in ground war ground war ground war modes look actually really really good like you can be in like the helicopters like it, it felt really like battlefieldish because battlefield is you know what i'm saying like out of there but it, it felt really good uh there was some other modes in there that was new like knockout and stuff like that well i don't think knockout was new but it was the other money one and hostage situations all really cool game modes the proximity chat people are toxic again so take take with that what you will i i, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing but it's sure as hell entertaining for at least a half second uh, and yeah, I, I just, I can't fully call how it will turn out, but for me personally, it was better than I thought. It was better than I thought. That's good to know. I, I also was a, a casual Call of Duty player. I think the last one I actually bought was 2019 Modern Warfare, and mm -hmm. then I, somebody bought me Cold War, so I didn't mm -hmm. pay for, for that one, but yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Call of Duty when I played it. I think that the, the multiplayer was probably... I honestly enjoyed multiplayer way more than I enjoyed Warzone. Um, yeah, same. And same. I don't I don't want the worst for this game. I want this game not to be fucking 18 terabytes. That would be amazing. Yes. Um, also true. So, 
that's that's really my only takeaway is that like i you know i hope mm. for the best for the call of duty yeah. community the beta wasn't bad though the beta wasn't a bad download size either it was like it was like it was probably around 20 something gigs maybe I gotta double check it, but it was it wasn't crazy, but it is beta, so who, it, that, that doesn't matter. That yeah. has no that has no bearing on a full game. That has absolutely no bearing. If we can if we can free up some space for <laughs> for like for all the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my biggest concern is that. And then like there were certain things I remember when I played Cold, Cold War on release. Like I would set my audio settings to specific things. Like I would set it so that I was never in party chat. And every time yeah. I joined the game, I was in match chat, and I was like, I didn't want to be here to begin with. Yeah. And like why like. That, like some some small growing pains but that's just bugs and whatnot i never really i can't say that i've truly had a horrible call of duty experience but i just don't like the way that they're moving with certain shit yeah not nah, here yeah there's also all those like the problems with them like the mini map situation are they gonna fix it are they gonna ignore people you know what i'm saying the cheats was ricochet oh actually in the beta because people were already cheating again like hopefully they can get that stuff locked down because he was out here Still out unrelated here. Uh, again, my FYP page, it's, it's, it's a fucking wild west, but I somehow managed to end up on somebody doing like a deep dive into the, into cheaters because apparently there's a list now of people Dang, who have a used list? cheats. There's a, so they said that they were able to use, they were yeah. able to get into this, this cheating programs, uh, basically their client. Oh, their user. The, oh, they're, oh, they're user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and it's linked to people's like Activision accounts. So they're able to Son, they got the blacklist, bro. No, they got the blacklist for them. crazy. It's if I find it and, it and like it actually turns into something big, I'll I'll send it to you because I think that'd be something hilarious to talk about the pot. And like, you know, there's some hot topics in there. There's like that Nadia girl that everybody's trying to get oh, up out of there. Like there's a lot of, yo, there's a lot going on. I know on, for but, a fact they hunt for that name too. They yo, hunt for a name like a motherfucker. They said, yo, listen, we're going to find it. We're going to find it. They're That's selling it. out for that name. <laughs> That's the big fish. That's but yeah, crazy. no, like that's that's something that was happening. And I was like, man, I really hope they get this cheating situation locked down because this is a horrible oh. look for your for your shooter. Imagine these niggas pull a zero dark 30 just for a Call of Duty cheater name, bro. That's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Raid her chat and all that stuff like that. We got you. We got you. It's, but the thing is, at the end of the day, Shoddy will have made more money than any of us could have possibly imagined. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Now, if I, I'm not saying she's cheating or not, but if she was, I'm saying now's the time to start racking in before I disappear to Guatemala, boy. I'm about to be gone. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been seven LLCs deep by the time you find my name on the on the Activision thing. All my money liquid. I don't know what you mean. I didn't even. I I wasn't even here. I'm not a I'm not a streamer. I'm an entrepreneur. Facts. I'm dead. All my money being back by charity, baby. Them tax breaks. Them tax breaks uh anyways man let's switch gears here i'm gonna take a back seat this time because it's it's now the segment for some overwatch 2 correspondence with our overwatch 2 official correspondent when easy so let's break down uh what's been going on i'll give you the whole rundown of what all the changes that we saw in the past week and you can go ahead and talk about it so overwatch 2 just around the corner and there's a big big news dump of some changes and speculation that's come to the game including uh, chat transcription so the game will now use machine learning and audio transcripts to detect who's being toxic as hell on the game by taking samples of in-game speech and being reviewed in plain text to decide who's banned or not sms protection so everybody will have to have a cell phone number attached to their Battle.net accounts to play uh character unlocks so new overwatch players are gonna have to grind old old heroes that are being carried over to the new version while veteran players who have played overwatch one will have access to the old roster much sooner from the looks of it and comp requirements so in order to get to any competitive game mode 
all Overwatch 2 players will have to win 50 games of quick mode in order to unlock it. So a lot of news changes. Let's hand it over to our correspondent. Went easy. So we're going to start off with the chat transcriptions. Um, this is what's really funny about that. And uh, this is something that Charles DeSauce, a uh, great friend of ours, brought up. Um, what does the, tra the chat transcription say for black people saying the N-word? Like, are you going to get banned for that? Because mm. it's a transcription. Mm. They don't know. Like, they mm. don't know. Huh. So, like, he was saying a lot of mm. people might get banned off of that for, for just, just talking to their friends. I don't think mm. that the, tra the chat transcription is going to be used. Um, like, I don't think they're going to save every single chat. And I don't think that it's going to be reviewing it live. I think what's going to happen is if you get reported, they're going to they're gonna, uh, look into it. Or they're going to save that. So that's that's one thing about the chat transcription. I'm not a huge, I'm not against it at all. I don't mind it. Um, that's like the only downside I can think of is just that. Um, but I'm I'm all for them fighting toxicity in Overwatch because we all know that Overwatch, while it at the time was probably one of the most inclusive games in terms of like environment and characters and things like that. There was a lot of diversity. Um, not the most, not the best, not the best, but there was a lot of diversity. Yeah. Um, and they still were coming up short when it came to their community because the community was notoriously toxic. Um, it wasn't as bad as League, but it definitely was up there. Um, let's see what what else we got here is a uh, SMS protection. If, everybody has a cell phone these days. Even even if you're young, if you're too young to have a cell phone, you're too young to really be playing Overwatch. So I don't really think that that's a that big of an issue. Yeah. Um, I would say people like was botting or smurfing or something like that. How many cell yeah. phones do you need? You need phones like Kevin Gates or some shit like that. I was about to say, the only, that's the only workaround. I, I honestly don't, and I never understood the idea of smurfing. Um, the only reason I could see myself smurfing was like back when Apex was super, super sweaty. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to teach my friends the new the, the game. I didn't want them to be in my lobbies because they're going to get fucking murdered. Yeah. Uh, but even then... That is not always the case. And at the end of the day, they could also just play without me. Like, I, mm. I could just, like, spectate them or whatever. Like, smurfing to me is just fucking stupid. Um, mm. Overwatch unlocks. I'm not against it. I don't really like it, but I'm not against it. Just because, like, back when Overwatch first dropped, you had all the characters. So, like, if, I, if me learning Overwatch for the first time as a new player, never playing this game before, can figure out what everybody does... I think most new players this day and age can do it as well. Because mm. let's be honest, we have Apex. There's so many hero shooters nowadays that like Overwatch created all of these like, these games to start using heroes in their in their games that I feel like everybody has played a hero shooter before they play Overwatch 2. Yeah. Um so it doesn't it doesn't really like to me make that much sense. I get what they're trying to do and I'm not against it because you're going to get the characters and as long as it's not like you need to play 10 games as Soldier 76 before you can unlock any of the other DPS. Like no, just like yeah, do like a 3 to 4 games, like it's not that deep. Mm -hmm. Um the comp requirements this is going to make that first week of Overwatch hell. Um winning 50 games in quick play with playing 50 games is different from winning 50 games there's gonna be people in there going crazy because they want to be like the world's first whatever they want to get to world's first like diamond yeah. grandmaster or whatever mm. um i think they should have just not released comp for like three weeks and then or like two weeks like i don't think it's that big but winning 50 games you're gonna have people roasting you in the casualist of modes it's like bro relax i'm just here playing roadhog like i'm just trying to <laughs> learn like I'm, I'm here with some friends who are just trying to learn the game like it's gonna be so fucking annoying but 
they've changed a lot of stuff about comp too and how it's gonna work so that people aren't like roasting like you're not gonna be able to see people's like rank on the game mm. like you're not gonna be able to see people's like profiles like they did a mm. lot to like to to quell people roasting you it's gonna mm. happen but yeah. it's just like man i don't i don't know like these 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 changes are fine that's the biggest thing the biggest takeaway is that i see that them they're trying to do something i just don't know if it's going to have the significance that they think it will the sms protection is probably the biggest change for people because people are really going to have to lock in their accounts because i know multiple yeah. people who will just like cheat buy a new copy on a different profile and then cheat again like it's not mm -hmm. they will get away with it um and i'm liking that these gaming companies like Valorant and like uh, Overwatch are trying to do more to quell cheaters because in this day and age, I feel like it's so easy to get cheats on almost any shooter. Uh, yeah, nah, that's, that's, that's no lie. That's no lie. Only thing I will say is, um, I don't appreciate the character unlocks because I am a new Overwatch player technically and some bullshit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be, I'm going to be here for like hours and stuff like that. Well, I'll, I'll pick somebody to play, whatever. I'll focus in on somebody and make it happen. But otherwise, I mean, these all seem like pretty fair changes, except for the comp thing. Yeah, the, the comp thing, niggas gonna go feral. Niggas gonna be feral that first week. Oh my gosh! Like I, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a little slight. I will I not be in game chat. I will mm. not be in game chat. I will not have the chat open. I will be playing with people. I promise you, they will not be able to contact me. They're gonna have to find another way of getting a hold of me. And if you find me through Battle.net to send me a message like, "Yo, you're blah blah blah," sucked. I'm be like, bro. Go outside, <laughs> like mm -hmm. go go outside. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, bro. But you know, it is what it is, man. Overwatch is, you know, it, it kind of. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm down to give Tuesday. it a try. Yeah, let's just hope. Fingers crossed, it doesn't kill anybody. Yeah, it might kill me, me but yeah, I will be streaming it on uh my YouTube. So if you guys want to see what Overwatch Two looks like, we're gonna be playing it on Wednesday. You know, 100%, 100%. Uh, all right, let's keep it pushing to the next topic here. We got uh, a weird topic. Honestly. All right, listen, I don't know if it's just me, but like, okay, Twitch got a, they had a lot of like changes over the past, like, you know, few weeks. So like, probably like the last like week to 10 days, like a lot of these changes, like just started rolling through. So I mean, just to roll through them a little bit, we have elevated messages, which are basically YouTube super chats. Had like a 70-30 split after fees and taxes. So, you know, just think of Super Chats literally in Twitch. Um, the official shout-out command that shares a direct follow button into the chat. Uh, follow cues that suggest ideal times uh, to remind viewers of things throughout streams. Upcoming stream views and like dashboards. And that's been in like the past week alone. So, I mean, thoughts on all these changes for one and two. Like, dang, these kind of came out of nowhere, didn't they? Yeah, stepping up to the, stepping up to the plate, honestly. Um, you won't catch me praising Twitch too often, but like this is the kind of things they need to stay to stay ahead of the pack because at the end of the day, it a lot of people have been saying the same thing. Twitch's days are numbered. Twitch is going to be going out soon. Like this is the kind of this is the kind of dedication I like to see. Like I want to I want to see you don't have you don't have an algorithm. You don't have certain things that other platforms have. What are you doing with that with that seventy with that split that you changed that extra twenty percent you took off the table for for partners. What are you doing with that extra money? What's what's that extra money going to? And seeing these new features, it's like, okay, cool. Because it's it was really shady when the first thing we saw after they said we're taking away those 20% split, that 20% extra split from partners, the next thing they announced was like Megan the Stallion is gonna be at TwitchCon. And it's not <laughs> sponsored by it's not sponsored by Twitch, but it's like yo, the optics, my guy. Like you gotta understand. 
it's it's people aren't going to read the whole message you're going to see that and get outraged it's by the way it's sponsored by by um lost arc i think so don't it's not twitch who's paying by right? vin diesel vin diesel no 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 <laughs> the 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 gym, oh, that's our survival yeah 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 <laughs> Oh. Vin Diesel did not pay Megan <laughs> the Stallion to go to TwitchCon. My fault, my fault, my fault. I was like, like Ark survived. Ark? This nigga Vin Diesel. I don't know what to say, bro. What the hell? How do you know? What's, what's the family relation, my nigga? What's going on, Vin? Oh, man. I hope she's in one of the Fast and Furious movies. But besides the point, um, I like that they're doing more things with the website. I like that they're adding more things to the website. Um, me personally, I like I kind of push more towards growth than things that will get you paid. But that's just my own point of view and content creation as a whole. Um, this is a really good. I love the official shout out command because that's something that we've always implemented, but like never really had a, a really good way of doing it because you would have to just click on the link and then go there. This is way better. Um, I I'm a, I'm actually a fan of some of these. I'm actually a really big fan of this. And the 70-30 split is like awesome because that's what people have been asking for 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 a while now. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Uh, I will say this. Okay, I'm gonna kind of work backwards. I'm, I'll start with the, the vegetables. So y'all kind of announced that y'all not really changing no revenue splits fifty fifty, and then y'all drop all these damn features in like a week span. Y'all y'all made sure Twitch support was there. To, to drop these bombs back to back to back to cloud out the announcements that y'all not changing nothing and we got high costs and stuff. I'm just saying the time is convenient. The timing is pretty convenient that y'all just like, you know, you said, hey, listen, we're not giving y'all none of that money. Y'all keeping it 50-50 and it's not moving and partners too, give me that. And then a whole week after, you're like, yeah, no, hold this, hold this feature and this feature and this feature. Immediate rollout. Experiment. Everybody go now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a crazy time and how that all lines up and Megan the Stallion, bro. It's like, it's like a dead ass <laughs> It's it's a dead ass like marketing tactic, low key. It's what it looked like to me, but I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on that. I will say some of these features are actually pretty nice. I mean, actually, I like the, the shout out command. Honestly, is my favorite out of this bunch because we had the you know we had the shout out tabs before that kind of give links, but I feel like in terms of the human tendency, most people ain't clicking on that damn link to go off of what they already clicked. Some people are already sitting back like five feet back in their room just watching the stream, or or at least like going there and they don't want to click on it. You know what I'm saying? So. Having yeah. that button right there automatically saves a lot of middleman time. You know what I'm saying? It just saves a lot of distance in the in the, in, in the interim to get to that follow button. Just drop it on them, and it's a lot it's a lot simpler. It could create a lot more followers for you know people who get shouted out. So I think that's really good. Um, but yeah, it was just sus about the timing stuff, bro. It was just really sus about the timing. Twitch, I got my eye on you. I'm my eye on you. you know what I'm saying, crazy. But anyways, let's move on down to the next story. So according. To Axios reports, the Savvy Gaming Group, which is Saudi Arabia's government-funded gaming development conglomerate, say that five times fast, are charging up to $37 billion in a gaming war chest to, in, to invest into the gaming industry, with an alleged $13 billion going into the acquisition of a leading game publisher to become a strategic development partner. So, damn, bro. That petrol money coming through the gaming? What, what, talk to me, bro. I, again, I don't know... I, I understand that gaming is becoming a hot like a hot thing, but it's just like damn, like I I didn't realize like the ramp up to this is kind of crazy. Like it's it's just so many people, and it, it, I'm not I'm not saying I don't want people investing in gaming, but why are we investing in gaming? What do we want? What do we want out of it? Are we just looking at? Because I haven't seen this much like interest in gaming until things like free to play games started getting way more popular, like things like Apex, things like um. League of Legends like I'm seeing so much 
money being thrown at this now that like Fortnite is as big as it is like you know what i'm saying that's my biggest concern is like why are we doing this more money towards gaming is cool for development and whatnot but my big i just i i don't know man i just don't trust these companies to really have the best interest of the developers and the gamers at heart you know i don't know if they're really in it for the creation of art or if they're in it to just line their pockets so i i guess we'll see but i don't know i don't know i'm a little worried hey man listen as a as a fan of uh you know the world's beautiful game aka football aka american what they term as soccer um i understand what saudi arabia money can do for people you know what i'm saying i seen what it did to man city i see i seen that money work uh it, it be changing stuff bro i ain't gonna lie so i mean not not necessarily in a, a, a good or a bad way i mean of course saudi arabia is conflicting area you know what i'm saying in terms of a political political front but you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not here to talk about politics i'm not fucking Hassan Abi and shit like that but with that amount of money to be invested into the gaming industry, I wonder where they would put it, specifically that $13 billion. So usually, if you have an excess of money, you're going to need a, a basically a jump starter to get established in the gaming industry. So you would take a big fish that basically nobody's looking at right now, and you would basically say, listen, that's mine now. Slide the money, cool, take it. I'm now in the gaming industry because I have access to this partner. I'm just wondering what's going to be the next step. Off the top of my head, Ubisoft is like the easiest lick. Ubisoft is the easiest lick. They're a huge game publisher. You know what I'm saying? They have had some financial considerations. Of course, the Guillermo brothers still own half the company, but they've kind of they, they, they pushed off another, well, almost half of it, the 10 cent and stuff like that, I think. But they're close to an edge. They're close to somewhere. They, you know, that, that could be a company that could, they could look into. EA has been being shopped around a little bit, according to certain reports. You know, they was looking at Disney, Amazon, Apple, like, hey, oh, who wants to pick up EA? And that could be a possibility. So, wherever wherever the money lies and wherever the money lands i will say this you need to really really inject that cash flow if you're going to do it don't don't half ass it 30 30 37 billion look like they're not half assing it bro they got it too so i'm like really it just put it in the pockets of the people who know what they're doing that's all i'm saying don't try and have too much for controlling interest in a sense you know of course your money of course you're gonna have an interest but give the reins and give the wheel to the people who know how to do what they do uh, and that that's my only word of advice to anybody that's having a huge, you know, again, influx of money. If you're billionaires, billionaires getting into a gaming industry, give it to people who know what they're doing, because the chances are you do not. So if you're going to try to put your uh, imprint, your ideas on the gaming you know, company or whatever, chances are people aren't going to rock with it. So you just got to invest in the right people first and foremost. So I, I, I honestly think it could be EA or Ubisoft, but I don't know. Who do you think if it could be anybody? I don't know. I think it might be Ubisoft, but I I can see them. I can see people wanting to just buy EA because they have like Ubisoft has so many IPs, but I feel like a lot of the IPs are very similar. So like, mm. it's not really as enticing as like EA that has so many IPs. You know, like they yeah. have like and they have Star Wars in their back mm. pocket. And it seems they have some ties to Marvel too, which I mean, I feel mm. like everybody, every company has a yeah, tie to Marvel. Yeah. Um. And if I were them, the valuation for Ubisoft is only three point seven five billion. That still leaves mm. you with around roughly, roughly nine to ten billion left in the bank, which is a crazy number, bro. I'm hey, I'm starting the no cool down gaming publishing network today, right now. Mm. We are starting. We are we are publishing several games in the next three to six weeks. 
many of which will be just screenshots of just stuff on the Twitter profile, but we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. I... Saudi, Saudi money about to hit, boy. No, it's, it's about to go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, crazy, bro. Cra- crazy times how we've gotten this far in terms of the gaming industry, but hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, on to the next story here. So the PS Stars loyalty program got some details ahead of its October start date. So Basically, upon startup, you can take part in campaigns and challenges that can be simple as, as logging in each month or as complex as earning specific trophies and solving puzzles on your launcher in the, the PlayStation, you know, hub, hub world or whatever, the, the dashboard. And uh, you can earn digital collectibles and loyalty points that can be redeemed for things like PS Wallet funds and other uh, PlayStation Store products. So uh, I know you had some interest in this beforehand. So how do you feel about uh, PS Stars now? Uh, fucking whatever i guess like i'll probably whenever i sign back into my ps5 i'll probably like if they ask like yo do you want to sign up like i'll sign up i'll connect my shit because i'm going to spend money on playstation anyways but bro i don't like you guys could have did a point system and i would have cared way more like you guys could have did like yo you spend like even nintendo has a point system like that's you're you're behind nintendo that's not a place to be in ever like i spend uh 60 dollars on a game on my switch and it'll count as like 600 gold coins and each gold coin is worth like one cent american so like Mm -hmm. after a certain amount of money after i spend so much money on nintendo i'm going to be able to use that money to buy something else like i've bought dlc with it i've bought full games with it and it actually helps me want to spend money on nintendo games because i'm like at least i'm getting something back these digital trophies are just not it bro i i genuinely genuinely don't care and i don't think anybody really cares that much either I feel like the days of like gamer scores and trophies are only important to a small select few these days. Yeah, the the, the paradigm has shifted so much, bro. I remember everybody damn near used to be an achievement whore, bro. Everybody, I, yeah. even I was trying on Xbox, bro. I was trying to get, I was trying to get that gamer score up, bro. I was trying to be, I was trying to be legit, trying to perfect every game out here, bro. Only had like Doritos Crash Course and shit. But anyways, I, for me, again, it's like the cool, the cool, like. I'm kind of like, I, I do enjoy some like the marketing things where it's like, oh, you know, you scan this QR code and like you have to enter the secret game or whatever. This little puzzle thing, a little like goose chase, national treasure type shit. I'm a nerd for that kind of thing. So this is kind of cool in that respect. But sometimes I just want to get to the games and play. Now, it depends on what values you give me for like the PS fun wallets and stuff like that. If it's like a dollar at a time, keep it. But if like if, if I'm solving a big quest and you give me like a good 10, 15 dollars, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So just, I feel like for me, the viability of this depends on the, the weight of the redeemable loyalty points. Uh, the collectibles is whatever to me, honestly. It's, it's whatever. It's digital collectibles, bro. You, you, your dad's going to be free NFTs, and I, don't, I, can't, I can't hold no damn, you know what I'm saying, Crash Bandicoot statue. So whatever, bro. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, overall, guys, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's whatever at this point. Yeah, it's whatever, bro. It's whatever. But anyways, let's go on to the trailer trove, the section where we talk about more watchable media that have, uh, you know, had some stories this week. And we got two specific ones this time around. Uh, First and foremost, as a part of Last of Us Day that happened earlier this week, we got the first full trailer for the Last of Us HBO Max TV series with some cool and familiar shots of the world. Joel and Ellie and some more characters to send the third. How did you feel about the official first full Last of Us HBO trailer? I feel like ever since Last of Us Two came out, like I feel like it's been it's been Last of Us since then. Like they've been pushing this <laughs> this this franchise to the brink, but it does look good. I am interested in watching it, and I probably will watch it. But 
with how many times they've released what last of us one man i know exactly how this is gonna hey, go <laughs> hey hey i'll see you in fortnite we get them joe and ellie skins Yo, see you, bro. yes sir <laughs> see you you know what i'm saying like i for the soul trailer itself looks fantastic honestly it looks really really good i it's what i want from the show basically honestly like pedro pascal doing his damn thing nick offerman in there so i'm like listen i can't complain it looked really good it looks really yeah. good but again it's just the the wagon of last of us is being dragged until the wheels are rickety and fall off and it depends on how long they're gonna run it for probably another at least three years honestly until the multiplayer factions thing comes out but this is interesting to see in general how far last of us has been pushed now from like again from the the periphery all the way out now it's like center stage just the big dog carrying the the, the torch I, I believe we talked about this a few weeks back which is like having those playstation franchises that carry the entire well most of the weight as a you know that has everything you know what i'm saying the, the games the commercials blah 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 this and the third extra tv shows and, and everything like that they always kind of take their turns in terms of the playstation wrote i guess the rotation for like who's the big dog you know what i'm saying last of us gonna be doing it they might take a quick time out breather to wait for the hbo max show to come out then god of war gonna come out and everybody gonna do anything just there's this tagging in and tagging out it's interesting to see how how much they're being utilized right now yeah i i think it's gonna be good um i i am i hope people who haven't played the game watch the show because i think oh that's the people who are really gonna enjoy it the most gosh some somebody on twitter was like hey yo please guys don't spoil this show don't spoil this show the first trailer i don't know if it was sarcastic or not but i just looked at my phone for a good two minutes and i was like they, they can't be serious you gotta be shitting me you gotta be shitting that's me. funny that's funny I, as hell i, I for the sake of the joke, I, I really think they were dead serious. I really think they were dead serious, bro. I was like, nigga, you, you for real right now? You for real? <laughs> a dead ass decade old. Hey, shut, shut your ass up, bro. Uh, that was funny. But anyways, on to the biggest news possibly of the entire week in the trailer over not. So Ryan Reynolds took to Twitter this week to talk about the progress of Deadpool 3 and how it all has been going. He's been soul searching, doing his old, you know, his old uh, usual stick. Uh, for for promo whatnot, and he just ended up casually dropping the bombshell that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Wolverine in the third installment of the Deadpool movie franchise. Man, so in a follow up video they did after, they didn't take uh, they didn't give away too much, but they did say that they aren't gonna you know alter any events that happened in Logan. So Logan happened, he's dead in Logan. That has still been that has still been you know prophesized canon that's still holding its place, but. Thoughts on Hugh Jackman back, bro. Wolverine coming through. So it's cool, but I'm not as excited. Um, and I, before you guys pick up your pitchforks, Boo! Um, I, oh, like, <laughs> it's like I'm not saying that it's not gonna be cool. I think it's sick. I I wasn't a big fan of uh, Deadpool two. I might have to just rewatch it. But like, I didn't even get through it the first time. I was kind of just like mm. very eh about the whole thing. Um, I, I understand the significance of this because I know that th they've been wanting this to happen for so long. The only reason I'm not super, super excited is because I kind of wanted us to move forward with, with the X-Men. And this could be that. Like, this very much well could be that. But I just didn't want... Like, Hugh Jackman can play another Wolverine. Awesome. But we're still going to need a new Wolverine. He's not doing it forever. Um, like that's just kind of how it's it's just the way it is he's not going to be playing wolverine forever especially if we're going to bring a new cast of x-men it's going to look weird 
I guess it wouldn't look weird because Wolverine technically is older than everybody else, but like seeing but like a still, young, uh, yeah, you seeing know. like a young Scott who's like a twenty-year-old actor, and then like Hugh Jackman who's like forty, and he's just like, oh, well, let's go, Bob. Like, let's, <laughs> like, come, and, like, let the guy retire. He's, he's yeah. like Logan was a good send-off, bringing him back. Sure, maybe like I don't know. I just thought Logan was such a good way to send him off, and like bringing him back kind of just feels like. I don't know, man. I'm just not as I'm not as excited as 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 I guess others are. I uh I'm definitely in the opposite side of that spectrum. I'm hella excited. I don't give a fuck. Nobody said this this is movie I grew up with. I'm gonna keep the stack. I don't give a fuck about none of that, bro. Disney bag is eternal. The Disney bag is eternal, baby. It could bring people back from the dead. That's wild. <laughs> I will I will say this though. Um for the people that are complaining, that, oh, this desecrates on Logan, da 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 da. They one literally said, "Hey, listen, what happened to Logan's what happened to Logan." So y'all can take that for what it's worth. It's not gonna affect anything that happened with the movie. So it is what it is. But also on that note, people reminded like everybody on the Twitter timeline, like, do y'all realize comic book characters come back literally every two months? They die and yeah. they come back, dying and come back, dying and come back. You're like, oh, you're not respecting the comic, but all oh, the sanctity of it. Like, like comic books are any better? You know what I'm saying? They're they're even worse. To keep it a stack with you, they're probably even worse. So that argument, honestly, I feel like it's dead in the water, low key. Like, just enjoy the movie for what it is, bro. If it's just some, you know, some happy-go-lucky trip or whatever with Wolverine in it, just it, it, appreciate the time and space that you got to see Hugh Jackman again. That's that's my thing. Now, on the flip side, there is a little bit of a negative effect because somebody also mentioned it. The more we see Hugh Jackman, the more we remind we are reminded of Wolverine. The more we're reminded of all that stuff, then we're like, yo, how the fuck do we even replace this guy? Because when we recast him, people are going to be like, this ain't Hugh Jackman. And I think this is just a reinforcement of that thought process again, because we're going to see him on the screen. But again, that's for, I think like that's for most of the casual people that are like, you know, just watching and stuff like that. Or at least people who don't know what, don't know how to like, I guess disassociate two characters within their minds or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or the, the character from the person. It's tough, but it's possible. So I know for me, whenever that next Wolverine comes in, he'll be the next Wolverine. It'll probably be, he'll probably be closer to the actual comic book interpretation like shorter probably angrier probably you know what i'm saying have more defining characteristics that are like more in line with what the comic book character you know actually was but it is what it is man i know for me i i, I like deadpool deadpool one was of course a classic deadpool 2 i actually like because i mean it had cable in it uh i think deadpool 3 is going to be a really good film it i i, I this is what everybody's been wanting honestly they want the deadpool wolverine you know what i'm saying the dynamic they wanted to see it uh, they had that whole little end credit scene at Deadpool 2 that basically prophesied the whole thing. So it is what it is. Um, I'm excited as shit, as you can see. And I personally can't wait for the film. It's coming out, what, September 6th, 2024. I forgot to mention that. So September 6th, 2024 is when it comes out. And and I personally can't wait because that whole entire stretch, because right after that, I think we're getting Fantastic Four or, or a Kang movie. I can't remember which one it was. But we're getting something heavy in that entire like like two month two month three month stretch. So listen, be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be interesting to see. I'll definitely watch it, and I definitely mm. would retry to watch Deadpool too. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll I'll report back. All right, all right, fair. That's fair. All right, moving out of the trailer trope into the rest of the main stories for the week. So uh, we finally saw the official unveiling of gameplay from the fast paced FPS, the finals as it displayed a lot of vibrance, movement, and destructibility. Now, there's a playtest out now on Steam as of this recording, but what are we thinking about the finals, man? It, lo it looked like a lot. What's going on? It looks like what Battlefield should have been. 
This, this is what it feels like. It looks like right. a, it actually looks like a fun FPS. It's like it's just like wow, Get look right. at all this destruction. We don't need the dice engine for this, huh? Like crazy. Get right into it. Get right into it. Um, it actually looks really fun. I actually want to try it out, and I don't really. I'm so burnt on on FPS on competitive FPSs these days that I'm just like whatever. It, oh, another shooter, cool. Whatever. If I if I have time, I'll I'll try it out. This actually looks like a lot of fun because like it it looks. I, depending on how long the games are because i love a destructive environment but if we end up destroying the whole environment too early before the game ends we're kind of just gonna be stuck like yeah with nothing uh we're shooting we're shooting we're shooting from like on top of hills um <laughs> it looks really fun though i am excited to see i'm excited to see a beta or something i actually want to just play it it looks really interesting um yeah. but yeah i i think that this is this is a really solid way of approaching a, an fps bro it looks insane. It I, it looks <sighs> my mind be blown, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, son. This looks crazy. Like destructibility again is the first thing that popped out immediately, bro. Like it just looks so so good. It looks so so crisp, bro. Like I, I, like and it, it wasn't like it wasn't like again simple cookie cutter or whatever, nothing like that. Entire pieces of buildings were flying off. People were grappling from left to right. Floors were falling out. Like. The whole entire stacks of buildings were like falling apart, but you can still vault onto them. So the level of like maneuverability through it, it wasn't just like, oh, something's falling, you automatically die if it touches you. Like if your pinky touches one of the falling scaffolding, you're done. So this looks so good. It looks so, so good. I cannot wait for this. The, I want to see more of the gunplay and how it looks like and how it fares. You know what this reminded me of? Um, a a more grounded and a much more polished hyperscape. Yes. If you can see how like the people die in animation and stuff like that, it just felt a little bit in that vein, but a lot more quality, which is a good sign, honestly, because Hyperscape had a decent base in terms of, you know, the maneuverability, the movement. I liked it, but it was just, you know, certain things with Hyperscape I'm not going to mention because I might get, you know what I'm saying, a hex on my life if I mention it too much. But listen, bro, I honestly think this is going to be a sleeper title. People need to watch out for the finals. Finals gonna be is one of the ones, bro. It's like this. I thought this was Arc Raiders for a second, but I was like, nah, it was that one or um the uh something Arcadia, American Arcadia or something like that. I thought those were two similar games. And I saw I'm like, yeah, nah, we need to I need to put some respect on this game because it's going to be something crazy, honestly, in my opinion. This the 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 thing about it is that like I wonder what it's gonna do to my PC. Like it just oh. looks so crisp. I don't know what my PC is gonna, I don't know how yeah. my PC is gonna handle this. It's, it's going to power drive my PC 100%. But I'm, am I prepared for it? Possibly. You know what I'm saying? I could blue screen a couple of times. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I would. If this, if this crashed a couple of times, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, this, is, this game is garbage. I'm going to be like, nah, like, I get it. Like, son, look at the zip lines, all the skins that came with it inherently, bro. Like, do you see like, the whole, like, goo machine that built, like, a bridge? I'm like, yeah, a lot of not. this looks, a lot of this looks way smoother off of first grip than I even could have imagined. Honestly, I had no clue what this, what this thing was even going to be, but this is beyond my expectation. What the finals is, so look, keep it coming, bro. I, I already signed up for my playtest, bro. I'm, I'm trying to get in there asap. I gotta sign up for mine. I'm not gonna lie to you because I actually want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, get on that Steam page, my boy. Get on that Steam page. Uh, but yeah, moving down uh, to uh, E3 rebuilding news. So after we heard where the E3 is alive, it is officially you know cleared that roadmap to its comeback festivities for the next year. So basically, the new and improved event, uh, of course, you know facilitated by Reed Pop, then it'll take place from June 13th to the 16th with a half and half days. So two days. The first two are going to be dedicated for media and gaming and business outlets. 
uh, to basically have their way with every everything in the you know the show floors and the connect network, get your interviews in and stuff like that. And the other two days is going to be open to the public as well. They're going to be actively working on getting partners back in for you know games and possible presentations on the show floor and of course in the conference rooms. And uh, it seems that E3 is uh, you know kind of back on the path to forefront. You know, so how do you feel about E3 making plans? How do you feel about where E3 uh, E3 is coming back to right now? Um, I feel like my opinion on E3 can easily be swayed with a, a couple press passes. I think that that would be, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> and just, you just throwing know. it out there into the universe. But, it's um, crazy. it's crazy. Wow. No, I agree. I agree. I, I'd be interested in seeing what they have in store. Uh, the return of E3. I, I want E3 to return. Actually, I want E3 to return. Cause I want to see what the summer game. I want to see, I want to see the, 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 the comparison. We got summer games. So we got E3. Let's finally do this because a lot of people I I can't wait if if Summer Game Fest and E3 happen and the four and, and E3 comes out on top of me like y'all were right. You know, we missed mm. E3. If if it does not, if it disappoints, I'm going to find every single tweet that I saw where it was like, where's E3? We lost E3 to this. I'm we miss E3. It. Bring it back. I'm going to quote tweet every single one of those bad boys and be like, oh, crazy. It's almost as if all of this, it's almost as if like, it doesn't matter who says the news. It's just the mm. fact that there wasn't news or that there is news. Like that's the biggest thing is that we all want to compare everything. Like I'm excited for E3 because it'll be mm. an in-person event. If I am, if I have the privilege of going, it's going to be a great experience. Hopefully of being able to like play these games, meet these people. It's gonna be super sick. Um, I kind of just hate how like we we look at this as anything other than like a marketing thing. Like it is really just yeah. like, hey, we are bringing you trailers. Like that's that's all that's all we should look at. People are like, whoa, it's like a competition now. It's like, no, nah, dude, they're just bringing us Bro. game trailers. Do you not want that? Bro, exactly. And and this is my thing. I like when people compete for me. That's just my personal, you know True. what I'm saying, thing. True. Especially, especially companies. When you compete for me, it just makes both of you better, which makes my choices even better. So let's keep that ball rolling. So if E3 is stacked up in one week, and then Summer Game Fest like the first week, Jeff Keighley's going to be off the hook because he, he he's not working at E3 no more, so he got to show them up because he made his own platform. He's got to get Kojima to drop like eight announcements. He's got to be up on the phone calling everybody, trying to pull in favors and stuff like that. Pull, use his Dorito, Mountain Dew and Dorito Pope status and actually make something happen. And then E3 is coming back, mad resurgent. And of course, they got repop the people who did like all the Comic Cons and stuff like that. They have their whole network that they're going to use. So I want them to wow me. I want them to come back with a bang. If if I want E3 to really, again, just put their stamp on next year. Be like, hey, listen, we we still we still can do this. We still can bring out these companies. We still can show these trailers, blah, blah, blah. And I want some, I want Summer Game Fest. I want Jeff Keeler to be like, yo, listen, they, they shouldn't even have been here in the first place because we got this, 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 and this off the rip, blah, blah, blah. I want them to compete for my attention. That's all I want. Because at the end of the day, we all win. The more they compete against each other, we win. So y'all keep it up. Y'all say, oh yeah, this versus who, this versus who. Because if we're going to be real, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. As long as I get the trailers I want to see, I'm cool. You could have gave it to me by a messenger pigeon. I still would have did it. You know what I'm saying? I still would have been fine. But the fact that we have these formats and y'all going to, again, automatically compare and pit things against each other because that's what a lot of y'all people do. I'm fine with that. As long as it spurs better competition, better trailers, more content, and more enjoyment for me, the average gamer. Yeah. My only, my only, my only 
concern please e3 and and summer games fest do not pull shit out of your ass if it's not ready to be shown i understand y'all want to compete but i swear to god if y'all show Bro. anything gta 6 related and y'all tell me that game ain't dropping for five years i'm gonna be I'm pissed I'm, like i'm gonna I'm I'm drop kick you dead ass, dead I'm, ass. I, I'm gonna be don't show shit that's not ready let's not Facts. do that let's not waste everyone's time Facts and and also to a side note if fable is not ready xbox don't show it we talked about y'all a few weeks ago too if fable's not ready don't show it matt booty oh man i i listen i give up bro i'm a i'm a i'm a hire a fraud to come jump you bro I'm a hire a fraud <laughs> to come jump your window uh listen if games aren't ready don't put them out please if games aren't ready don't show them don't put them out just wait till they're just right to even release thank you all right, moving down to the last news story of the day, I think. So we finally got to this little blurb, man. So uh, it's been like nine days. Uh, Gundam just, you know, kind of sitting around. It's out now. It's out, it's out in the wild. How do you feel about Gundam Evolution? You know what I'm saying? Let's, just, let's talk through it, bro. How's it been? Uh, it's been painful. Um, <laughs> like, that's, that's for sure. It's, it's been hella painful um it's it's not a bad game though i really enjoy it i think it kind of fits into the space of like the, it's, it fits into the space that overwatch one is leaving which is like the 6v6 uh hero shooter mm. the only thing that i wish was uh easier to do was unlocking characters like that's really wow. the only problem that i have is like unlocking characters it's it's not even a grind it's just the fact that it's like it's not that it's, it's 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 not even a grind. It's the fact that I don't know how you can grind just, without putting any money into it. You facts, know, facts. Like you don't like, know the systems that are in place. Everything is just so like foreign right now. It's like, yo, okay, how does this relate to unlocking any characters? What challenges can I do to get this online? Like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. And one of the things, like one of the one of the the missions was like, uh, heal ten thousand. Heal your heal heal yourself ten thousand like damage or uh, damage like yeah 10,000 health, health points or like or whatever, a weekly yeah. or whatever and all the characters that they gave me to do those missions didn't really have a healing function like i would have to go into fights leave fights wait to like heal myself and it was things like that i was like this is kind of annoying and then every new every character that is locked overpowered very strong mm. i have no like i really wish i was like saying like no 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 like i'm not as like no the only way to nice. kill some of these like the like melee Zaku, the only way to kill him is if you have a sniper and you shoot him in the head. That's literally the only way you can stop that man. It is a problem. It's super, super, Bro's super a, annoying. Bro's a terrorist. Um, yeah, like it's just not fun when you have like things locked behind. And like I'll I'll get locked. Like we got spawn trap. Like we couldn't leave the spawn because they were like three melee characters all beating our ass. And then the I mean, like, I'm just trying to get out the spawn, and then, like, the team is like, LOL, easy, easy, easy. And I'm just like, bro, like, I can't even, like, what? I can't do anything. Y'all paid money for this game. No. And honestly, if y'all don't make unlocking characters easier, it's not going to last long because there's mm. just not enough characters to really, there's just not enough characters to, to really be able to, like, do counterplays or anything like that, or either that, or just nerf some of these characters. Like, I need some roll, I need some nerf rollouts. I don't know. Maybe I was mm. spoiled with uh, multiverses because I feel like with that game we get a lot of actually no, no there's some other. Yeah, yeah like, but still, you get but they're hot so fix, but the but they spring back so quick. They're on the ball with it. They'll if they mm. don't if they don't see it in the first like two days in a week they'll be like oh shoot we see that now we are gonna fix it in the next patch. 
Yeah, like that's the problem. Is that like if we're I haven't heard anything from the team, they're kind of just like still rolling the game out, which I understand. I'm not saying like I I still have patience for y'all, mm-hmm. but here's the thing: October fourth is next Tuesday, so if your game, if your hero shooter ain't up to par, that that little weak lead that y'all y'all decided to do this, y'all decided mm-hmm. to wait till the end of September. Remember, y'all had a y'all game was good when I played it in open in, in the closed beta. Facts. That game was was good when I played. You guys could have released in August. I personally think. Mm-hmm. Y'all are putting yourselves in a very date. You're you're playing really close to fire because if your game isn't good, and I play Overwatch two day one, hey, oh, man, I don't know, hey. man, I don't know. I, I don't I, know. It's looking, it's looking kind of crazy. It's 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 just not. I don't know, bro. And the thing is, in Overwatch. It's only and one people, character that's locked behind and, a, a behind a wall. And people want Overwatch to fail, bro. They want they want they want Gundam to succeed. I want Gundam to succeed. You I know want what I'm saying? Gundam to succeed too. But if you're not helping I mean, yourselves, I made a video called "The it's... Overwatch Killer." Like, this <laughs> think about how this makes me look. Like, like you you're making me look bad because I said this game was gonna kill Overwatch. Now I'm gonna make Overwatch content because I can play that game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't think you have way too many cosmetic options in your games to really make people pay for the characters. I feel like, like, I, I, it's just it unless you can make it unlock easier or do some challenges or something. I just don't know what I could do to because even in even in Apex, uh, an Apex character is 1,200 of the points, and you get 600 mm-hmm. per level. So hold on, let me just do the math real quick. That's 1,200 divided by 600. That's 20 levels. So after 20 levels, you unlock a new character in Apex. Um, yeah. If my math is correct, somebody... Wait, math, your, somebody... Math, your math was definitely not correct there, but I know what you mean. Okay. It's like 12... It's like 12... It's like 12... It's like 12,000 like 12, Apex... Like, not Apex well, coins, but the, legend, yeah, yeah. but the legend points or whatever. And then you get, like, yeah, 600 yeah. per level. So... Is that 20? Is that 20? Yeah, no, it's twenty. It's twenty. No, the first number okay. you set up, the first number you set up were not wrong. You said twelve hundred yeah, and yeah. six hundred. Oh, I was like, bad, 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 bad. I was like two. I was like two. But yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know what you meant. You just missed yeah, the zero. Yeah, yeah. You missed the zero. But yes, you're agree. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it takes twenty levels to level to to get a new character, and I think twenty levels playing any other character, like all the other characters, is good enough for you to understand them and then be able mm-hmm. to move on to the next character. I'm almost yeah. at level twenty right now, and at Gundam, I'm no, I'm still not even halfway enough. With enough currency to buy a new character not even mm-hmm. one so that's what's yeah cr- that's what's what's tough yeah the entry to buy in is just so it, it seems like it's really high and it's really confusing to get to the path of okay well i want to unlock more characters you know what i'm saying i want to get zaku i want to get the uh the other like the other characters that other people have bought you know what I'm saying? without getting the 40 version but i just don't know the path if it's grindy cool but tell me that directly like okay this is exactly what i need is that they have all these tickets the sign-ins the blah 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 and i'm like it's a little bit confusing uh, but you know what? Again, as core, it is a fun game, and I hope it does you know shape up. But y'all gotta shape up quick because Overwatch Two is coming. It's hot on y'all heels, bro. And it's, as much shit we talked about Overwatch Two, it's gonna have a following, and it's going to you know sweep through fast like a lightning, bro. So hey, good luck to y'all. But you're on the clock. Yeah, it they 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 have a very small window, and and mm-hmm. they need to capitalize on it because the window will end literally by, by the time you're hearing this the window will have gone well the the time remaining will have gotten 50 percent lower and yep. that's what's 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 tough yep tick tock tick tock 
not the damn app either. But yeah, that's pretty much the notes we got uh, on the podcast today. Uh, any stories that we might have missed? Anything that we uh, didn't cover? Not that I can truly think of. Uh, nothing that's significant, but I mm-hmm. feel like on the horizon, there might be some more stuff coming in. Yeah, now nah, 100%. We get into the thick of it, bro. Uh, but yeah, I ain't got nothing on my notes. But yeah, man, uh, sign us out, bro. What's going on? Any closing notes before we get up out of here? Um, so next Monday will be I'll be streaming next Wednesday. We will be streaming the new we will be streaming Overwatch 2. Um, excited to see how that game plays out. Uh, I think Trip is playing with us, if I'm not mistaken. I possibly um, am. Wait, when I'll I'll confirm with you later, but I I think yeah. so, yes. But it'll be it'll be me and me and Panda will be uh, trying it out. Um, so be back here on Wednesday for that. Uh, hopefully a new video out soon. Work is fucking giving me the business, but mm. I definitely definitely will have something out soon. Um, mm. Other than that, uh, nothing much for me. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out all the dope content that Wen has been getting into. That Wen's gonna be putting out. That Pan's gonna be putting out. That Wotaku's gonna be putting out on Wotaku channel on YouTube. That's W O T A K U C H A N N E L on YouTube. Uh, at Wotaku. What? Yeah, it's at. Yeah, it's at Wotaku. Just Wotaku channel. Thank you. What's up, channel on on what Twitter? Is it different? You, so on on Twitter, we do have a Wotaku Twitter. Is it Wotaku um, Gang it, or no? I, no, I think it's just Wotaku. It is Wotaku underscore channel. Wotaku underscore channel. I usually don't say that one. Now about to say that's why that's why it threw me off the beat. But anyways, also uh, at went easy on all all the social platforms. Go check out his content. I've uh, been booming on TikTok. Go check out at when watches as well. Uh, he's been roasting people on his uh, on his main TikTok account on a, game, on a bunch of gaming topics and stuff like that. So if you want to see him uh, being the Doom Slayer, you know what I'm saying, in Twitter comments, go check him out there. Uh, be sure to check out uh, at No Cooldown Pod on uh, Twitter as well. Just follow us there. Keep updated with everything we do. Check out the podcast. Make sure you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on other platforms as well. Just search up at No Cooldown and you'll find us. We're going to be one, the first one. And if we're not, that's probably copyright infringement and we're going to have to sue some people. So make sure you let us know. Uh, you can find me anywhere at that man trip. Uh, you know what I'm saying? On all platforms. We have not been live. We have not uploaded a YouTube video. We have done a massive scale back a little bit and I've been antsy. I've been anxious for a while but i tr- trust me there will be content coming soon I'm, i've been really focusing my energies into a few different things so i'm hoping it's going to come with some different energy and really bring out some dope stuff uh to really get invested into and uh you know hopefully make a wave man so we're gonna see uh about how all that goes be sure to check out at all for growth as well uh and yeah without further ado that has been episode 41 of no cooldown podcast thank you so much for listening we'll be back with episode 42 very soon so no cool down is out of here.